welcome back to a special Thanksgiving football episode of the Sellout Talks podcast. Once again, I'm Sarge, your host, and today I'm overjoyed to introduce you guys to our guest for today and crack open a couple of the key games this week with him and our usual panel. So today we're going to have with us Ryan Simonelli. He's the executive producer of live streaming for North Hundred and High School. He's a strong-willed Cowboys, Yankees, and Nets fan. Ryan, we're so happy we got you on, and it's really going to be a great time. Yes, it is, and I'm super happy to be on, and I can't wait to talk some Cowboys football. Let's get it. All right, so starting off with the Dallas Cowboys last Sunday, they won against the Minnesota Vikings 31-28, to just squeaking by in Minnesota. They're now 3-7, and which means they're actually in a three-way tie in the NFC East, one and, or one half game really behind the Eagles, who are in first. So, I mean, basically a four-way tie if you ask me, but... Uh, yeah, the Dallas defense looked pretty good. Two forced fumbles, a couple of sacks there. Offense finally got working a little. Andy Dalton was hitting a lot of different targets, all his different receivers. And yeah, Zeke, as usual, over 100 yards, doing great. But Ron, I just want to ask you what you thought about this game. And, and does this game like really open up a light at the end of the tunnel that you see for the Dallas Cowboys for the rest of the season? Yeah, honestly, I really think it does because we were on a six-game losing streak. Right. And we really came out to Minnesota and proved that the Cowboys are a very good team. The defense, as you said before, we had a lot of players that were making different plays. And the offense, I mean, there's so many playmakers on the offense. Yeah. That you could almost just plug anybody in there at quarterback and have them do well. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it looked really good. I don't know. What you know, Ben DiNucci thought. would like to differ because he did not <laughs> yeah, even do close to as good as Andy Dalton did. Offense. Andy Dalton was the I key to that, success yeah. there. Coming from the previous yeah, Bengals because. Yeah, having a veteran quarterback that can come in and knows how to play the game and have CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and Amari yeah. Cooper and even have Z coming out of the backfield, Tony that's Pollard. great. Especially when you yeah, have totally to come Pollard Pollard, Pollard, yeah. You can't bring someone in he, that has no experience to lead a team when you haven't even been practicing. I mean, you've been practicing, but playing actual games with them the first half of the season. Yeah. Um, I also think it makes it hard on the defense because Zeke and Tony Pollard are two very different types of runners. Zeke yeah. is more of a downhill runner. He runs over people. That's his style. And Pollard is just speed. You see and him he's a, yeah, right back. through the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Ezekiel Elledge finally lived, lived up to expectations this year. Yeah. I think that was the first yeah, game he's had definitely. this year. That's like really like that's over Ezekiel 100. Elliott. I know over hundred yards, and I don't know. that's I, what I they like need Zeke. from him. I, oh, I definitely like Zeke. I think, the I think big, he's too inconsistent. He is very inconsistent, Here's but the thing. I think he finally he, had a good game. Yeah, so for the first couple of years of his career, we saw how good of a back he was. I know this year he's had a little bit of a drop-off, but the reason that I think that he really um, did good yesterday is because they actually moved Zach Martin from his normal position, and they put Terrence Steele on the bench, who was starting the whole season, and he has not been great. So moving Zach yeah. Martin really opened up being able to run, being able to do what he usually does. I mean, he had 20 run rushes. He averaged basically five yards a rush, which is very good above very his average. Good, especially for him. I got a big stat. In the yeah. NFC East, everyone is tied, I think. The Eagles Cowboys have game, the yeah. easiest, easiest schedule coming into the rest of the season by almost by about point two points. It's, that's huge. It's, it's, and that's against the Giants, though, because I know the Eagles are, like, have an insanely hard – I think they're ranked, like, fifth highest – like, hardest schedule left for the rest of the season. And then Washington's, like, tenth or something hardest. And I believe they play the Joe Burrowless Bengals, so that's an easy win, too. Who, the Cowboys? Yeah, they do. So do the Giants. I believe they do. The Giants this week. But the Cowboys and the Giants really are the only ones – I think the Giants are, like, 22, Cowboys 26. 
that have a lot of stuff left going. But the Cowboys, I mean, they have six games left. Five of those teams that they're playing are under 500, and three of those six are interdivision games. So I want to bring back what I was saying, what me and Sean were agreeing with last time, is it's the interdivision uh, games that are going to give the team that comes out on top. And that's what we were Absolutely. saying last time to you, Pat. That's what's going to happen. You have half the games left. You need to win those games because none of these teams are beating. I mean, the Cowboys just did, and that was impressive. But none of these teams are beating teams that are out of their division. Yeah, and out of the division wins yeah. are probably the key difference to being yeah. first in that division. That's yeah. a major, major advantage. Yeah. And Dallas showed that they could do that. And well, like they, I said last, yeah, go ahead, right? Yeah, and yeah, they have the only really game that I'm looking at right now and thinking that they really have no shot is against Baltimore. And I know Baltimore, Definitely. they have... Definitely not. I mean, I, I think with their defense, though, the way that they've played this year, there's no the way they're going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson. It doesn't matter. The Cowboys yeah. defense is just too bad. Yeah. I, I think this is what I think. I think two things. One, Baltimore's, Baltimore's they're not real. They weren't last year. They play a flashy offense, and they're known for their defense when their defense isn't playing very well. Another thing is that, like we said last week, our division game's huge, and Washington, the Washington football team, just won a big out of division game. Yeah. And this just I wouldn't call it that another big, place. Like honest. I said last week, me neither. They're go, they're they're setting the table for a run to win the division. Joe, and I it's said, Joe Burrow's in that game. The Bengals they really are. are. No, they're not. No, that they, yes, they are. No. Yes, they are. No, absolutely. You're not winning that game. You're not winning that game with twenty points against over half the teams in the rest of the NFL. Who's the better coach? Who's the better coach? Who's the better coach? The coach? Who's the Ron better coach? Rivera. That's what it all comes down to. Who's the better coach? No. Not in that game. Yeah, it's come down. The it comes best down, player on your team's come out. It comes, yes, it it comes down Bill to Belichick. who has their Bill, starting quarterback in the Bill game. Belichick. Absolutely. It, come, Bill it comes down to who has their rookie of the year quarterback. That's what exactly. it comes down oh, to. Oh, I mean, that's ridiculous. Joe Burrow is nowhere near the rookie of the year. Justin Herbert is way Not better. right now. Justin Herbert. Yes, just sir. Joe, Joe Burrow has fallen asleep since week four. Justin no, I'm saying it's a unanimous vote for Herbert since Burrow's hurt. Even before it was, though. Herbert was going to easily... Not unanimous, yeah. but Herbert would have won. I absolutely anyway, agree with that. but coaching is way... is super important in a game with with young teams. I think when, you, when your starting quarterback is out, it doesn't matter as much. But yes, it does matter. Not when Alex your starting Smith, quarterback's listen, out. Listen, Alex Smith was injured, but yeah, Alex he, Smith. Did, he didn't lose his brain. He didn't lose his decision-making or the brain. He still has both of those. That's why. And he well, has a receiver that, in the, Terry McLaurin. That's one of the top absolutely. in the NFL. And he could throw He's to him all very time. underrated. Scary He's Terry, awesome. baby. Very underrated, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The NFC East is going to be crazy coming up, especially because the interdivision games. But that's coming up real soon because Thursday Thanksgiving football. We got Any Washington. Could win. We got Washington going to Dallas. The Cowboys gonna have to do something there, but this is going to be a huge yep. game. So I want to start talking about this because Washington does have a hard upcoming schedule, and if they're gonna actually do something, in the NFC East. This is a crucial game for Washington. Especially, I already know Pat's going to say Washington's going to win. I, got a hot take. I know what whoever I know. He's going to say Washington's going to win. Whoever wins this game, whoever wins this Thanksgiving game, wins the NFC East. That's what's happening. I hot agree. take right the here. Giants are if, if, if Washington the Giants wins the game, the Giants. Can if Washington win wins the game, they're not winning the division. Philly's not I still winning. Believe they will. That's a lot. Who's the winning? Cowboys I think Washington's, I think Cowboys Washington's win super game. underrated. Absolutely. I think the Cowboys I, I really show. Chase Young. All they yeah. got is Chase Young and Terry McLaurin. And he's being triple teamed as a he's triple he's being triple teamed as a rookie. Exactly. So and then, how much that no, no one else on the team can do anything when they have one on one coverage. The entire field. You have to put three linemen or two linemen and a tight end or two linemen and a running back on one. Exactly. And the players on the team aren't good field. enough to do that. 
See, the, the other defense that, linemen are a good guy that that to go in. That, they sack him. I got a stat. So I was saying before how they moved Zach Martin to tackle. He's uh, usually a guard. At his first start at tackle, he did not allow a single pressure. So oh if gosh. he stays at tackle he's next a week and he's on Chase Young, he no, debatably, obviously, but he is one of the best, if not the best, guard in football, Zach Martin. Let's not forget also about Antonio Gibson. A shy I like him. A back, I love him. A back who's I love been him. great. 16 carries, 94 yards, and a, touchdown la- and a touchdown on Sunday. The, the Bengals' leading rusher was Ryan Finley. I mean, I, I, I Antonio. Yeah, when Joe, May, when your two best players on the team yeah. are out, you're probably gonna lose to and Washington. I know, but Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow are both out for that game. I mean, my bad. Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin with Alex Smith at the helm. I don't think they're and Chase Young. You guys are talking that, about Alex defense? Smith like he's Patrick Mahomes. I completely agree. Sure, he had a good did, game. Did sure, Chiefs, he had a good did, game. Listen, before 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 Alex Smith was subbed out, the Chiefs were a playoff team every single year. Every year, the Chiefs were in the mix. Uh, yeah, with, but they were, they were low. They could they couldn't make it far. They couldn't make it far because of Andy Reid. And you're a big coach guy. Coaching is huge. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And, and you know what? And Alex Smith has another great coach in Ron Rivera. That's why Washington is a great team this year. They're underrated. A great team. You did not just say they're a great team this year. Great they're great in their division. division. They're not great in the NFL. Three wins. Great teams win the division. Let's just not forget they have three wins. Great teams win the division. we are talking about like the tightest division in the league. But none of these football teams are going on and winning the Super Bowl. I don't so, know if that's yes. true. Did, the, none of these teams are winning a Alex playoff Alex Smith is going to win in the Ge- Super Bowl. January football? January no one's, football? Who are they going to be? Who are they going to be? Jan- who are they going to be? Football. Jan- the two seed? All I have to say. All they going to beat the Packers? All I have to say. They have, they have home field advantage when they win the division. January football in Washington? Stuff gets weird. Grass is a little you're ta- bit you're ridiculous. They, this is absolutely ground, ridiculous. What I'm saying is they have to the start football. now. They have to start now. And they're they doing that. They just won game. the game. They just okay. won the game. And I think if they can beat Dallas, which I'm going to bring up, I think they can do. And I think not if they can happen. beat Dallas. Not going to happen. Thank you, Ryan. Listen, if not going to happen. happen. Not going to happen. If they can, they're probably going to go on to be at least second in the division. Yes, but even whoever wins the NFC East, they're not winning a playoff game. They're just not going to win a playoff game. Not close they're, to they're, blown none out. of those teams are good. I'm just saying, though. Yeah, like, they're going to get blown out. I'm, th- I'm saying, though, Carson Wentz stinks. He's a bust, and Eagles yep. fans have to see it. He's no good. No, not at all. New York Giants, him. I think, I think, they, I think, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not getting too high on them. They had a few good weeks. I still don't trust Daniel Jones. I still don't trust Daniel Jones Looking holding on to football with no Saquon Barkley and your wide receivers, Darius Slayton. Yeah, uh, he's not there yet. Sure. Washington I think our and Dallas, amazing, Dallas. Andy Dalton, I don't trust Andy Dalton. Yesterday, he almost fumbled the ball, but somehow Three he touchdowns. got it back. Ridiculous yeah, play. Um, and coaching, Mike McCarthy, don't like him at coach. Joe Judge. The, play, the player the coach connection. No, I, I don't know. I, love Joe I Judge don't coach. know Joe Judge at coach enough. He's played one. He's coached one year. I just know how much of a hard ass he is. Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera has been to a Super Bowl. He's been a great coach for a long time. And that's what I see. I mean, I said it once, I'll say it again. I said it once, I'll say it again. Put Jalen Hurts in the football game. Oh, no, that's yes. ridiculous. Wentz can't do anything. He's an interception. No, totally. Every do single game. Don't He's leading that game yesterday. all the worst quarterback so stats. He's game. horrible. He's horrible. He's the worst quarterback in the division. He misses every throw. Andy Dalton's better than him at this point. Doesn't matter anymore. You let That interception that he threw yesterday, that was bad. I don't know. He had a guy wide open within five feet. He can't. Uh, he has no presence in the pocket. He doesn't know. Change, where any change of the your offensive strategy. 
put Hurts in the game, run it, play a, like a totally. Ravens, play a Ravens strategy. Yeah, I mean the Ravens. You got went yes. well Corey Clement, Boston Scott, Miles Sanders. Use them. A Ravens offense. All right, so I, totally I want to I want to hear from you guys because this this I I don't know if you guys agree with me, but this game is going to be huge when in essentially literally a four way tie. So I just I want to I want to start it off and say the Washington defense, if they can contain. Andy Dalton, and just stay consistent with what they've been doing on offense and just score points, I think they can win, and I'm going to take Washington by four points. Uh, no. All right, I'll go I'm there. Take- I mean, uh, the key to winning for the Redskins. Uh, sorry, 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 the Washington wow. football team. Wow. Okay. Um, is pressuring Andy Dalton. <laughs> pressuring Andy Dalton. He is not good under pressure. I- I've seen it as a Bengals fan. He gets a little nervous. Um, I think... If Zeke has another 100-yard game, I think the Cowboys are going to do it. I got Cowboys in a close, close game. Cowboys by a point. Wow. Uh, I'll go next. Yeah, I think it's a close game, too. And I think the way the Cowboys line played last week, I think they're going to be able they're going to be able to somewhat contain Chase Young in the Redskins' defense. Yeah. And I think in a close game, the Cowboys win by three. All right, I'll finish it up here. Um, last year, Thanksgiving... Did not go well for the Cowboys. Lost by 11 points to the Bills with Dak Prescott. And I think, I, th- I don't like the Cowboys on Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> like, I didn't like them last year. Oh, I think Chase Young is too much. I think Terry McLaurin is too good. I like Antonio Gibson on third on, on a Thanksgiving day, just rushing the football right up the gut, three yards a carry. Um, Alex Smith, he's been great. So... I like the Redskins here by 10. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Can I go wait, wait, wait. Who would you just say? The Redskins oh, no. by 10. Oh, look at oh, the turntables. Oh, my God, Nick. You just oh, said boy. that? Are you kidding me? Wait, what? Nick, oh, that is so insane. Oh, that's, that's insane. Oh, shoot. I just realized Nick, that. Nick. Wait, didn't you just say that? Wow. Let's, let's, all right, that, let's not. All right. That's for, everybody, all right let's for, everybody watching, for everybody watching, sellout watching? sports does not uh, exemplify any of the things <laughs> that the people say on this podcast, and we are 100%. Meaning they don't, they don't exemplify what the host says. Uh, listen, we have panelists that are saying some shady things. <laughs> so two years ago on Thanksgiving, Cowboys played the Redskins, or the Washington football team, I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I, I, does okay, anyone? Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's hard. It's hard. So they actually beat them. I forget what the score was. It was like 30-something to 20-something. They beat them by a good amount. Okay. And they used – they played to their strength. They had Amari Cooper who ran two slant routes and went for long touchdowns. And I think that Andy Dalton, being the veteran quarterback he is, run Cooper and run Lamb and these guys over the middle and just throw it to them and let them go. That's how they won two years ago against the Redskins. And I don't know. It's not – or the Washington football team. And I know it's not the same wow. team, but I think that if they can play to their receiver's strengths, because they have one of the best receiving cores in the NFL, that that's how they're going to win this game. I agree with that. And you could that's just lob, you could lob a ball within a radius of 10 feet to C.D. Lamb, and he'll do some ac- acrobatic yeah. play. Just, I want to you know, see him. We saw that catch yesterday. I want to see him. That catch was ridiculous. He did a barrel that was roll. Insane. That was incredible, incredible. I want to see him right running with the Zeke game. the whole game, and then a couple play actions. 15, 20 yards, run the ball to Zeke. If he's, if you get Zeke going, if you feed Zeke and he's on it, they win the football game. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Next game. A bit of a sleeper game here. Um, I don't know. One of the weaker ones of the day. I don't it makes know. Makes sense. It's at the 1230 slot. 
Texans, Lions, three and seven Texans, four and six Lions. Uh, Sean, you want to start us off here? What do you think? Um, I think, I think the Texans are a fake team. They just beat the the can't throw a football Patriots. Although Cam Newton had a day. I mean, mm. I, I don't know. They beat the Jaguars twice and the Patriots once. I mean, imagine how good this team would be with a great receiver like DeAndre Hopkins. That probably change it. <laughs> um, I mean, the Lions aren't any better. They scored zero points against the, the Panthers. Yeah. I th- I think Deshaun Watson, I, he he's a beast. Mm. Um, I think he needs to be on a better football team. I'll I'll make the first prediction here. Um, Matt Stafford. I think he was born to play on Thanksgiving against another bad football team. <laughs> um, and I could just see Kenny Galladay having a massive day against that Texan secondary. And so it's simple here. I think it's going to be super close. I think it's going to be a pretty bad football game. But Matt Prater is super good at game-winning field goals and, and game-sealing oh, yeah. field goals. I will take the Lions by three. All right, yeah, I'll go next. I don't see that happening at all. The Texans can win this football game. You said they have whatever, three wins, two against the Jaguars. All of their losses, literally 75% of their losses, are not by much. They're doing the same thing as the Giants usually do. If they can stop Marvin Jones and literally just not let him run it up their throats, they can win this game, and I think they can do it by a good amount. So I'm going to take the Texans by seven. I'll go next. Um, I like Deshaun Watson. I'm just kidding. I really love him. Um... Uh, Maddie Stafford scares me on Thanksgiving. I feel like he's he's a beast. He comes out. He's either throws zero touchdowns or five touchdowns, never in between. Um, my gut is telling me to go with the lines, so I'm picking the Texans by three. Oh, fade your gut. That's bold. All right, uh, I'm, I'm like one I and nine on pick, out. so I got to change something. That's true. You stink. Ryan, close it out for us. Yeah, I like the Texans on this one too, and like you guys were saying before, Deshaun Watson. The reason that I just won is because Deshaun Watson's playmaking ability is up there with the top in the league. So I don't think this line's defense is going to be able to contain him at all. I have the Texans. All right, so our next game, last game, is the Steelers-Ravens division game, division rivals. Uh, Steelers are still hot. Lamar Jackson came off a pretty disappointing loss to the Titans, oh, yeah. who they probably should have beat. Um, we'll start with you, Nick. So the Ravens only lost to the Pittsburgh by four points last time they played. This is probably one of the closest games the Steelers have ever played, and the Ravens gave them a run for their money. Now, Lamar Jackson does not look the same at all. He, the last game, he did not do well. And in the last game he played against Pittsburgh, they had a chance to win that game. They had two open chances in the fourth quarter, and they threw it away, did a fumble. It was bad. I think if Lamar can get his crap together and start scrambling and do what he did all of last season, and they just run it up uh, Pittsburgh's throats like the last game, they can win. I think Lamar is going to be revengeful. I think the Ravens are going to be revengeful. And I don't think the Steelers are going to be able to continue this streak. It, it I, I saw this uh, stat today that they have a 10% chance of going 16-0. and And this is rated as the hardest game left on their schedule. i got to stick That's with the ridiculous. stats. That's the stats wow. from ESPN. Look it up right now. And I'm going to make this pick. Yeah. And I'm taking the Ravens by three. All right. I like that pick. Uh, bold pick. We'll go to you, Pat. I uh, I think the Ravens, I said this earlier, um, I think the Ravens are a joke. I don't think they're real. No way. Um, I think this is going to be, I think this could be a lot bigger of a margin than people think. I think the Steelers could destroy them. I think the Steelers no. could absolutely destroy them. 
they got that 16-0 on their mind. Mike Tomlin's hungry. I like I like the Steelers here by 21. That's oh a joke. Oh, my that's, that's God. Joke. You're absolutely oh this. We have, Rich, we have Richard Part not... 2 on our hands, Sean. We have it's Richard Part 2. We have, we have Richard Part 2 and a half. He's at one and a half of Richard. You, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I, actually, I really can't. I will... Be proud of you if you if they win by twenty one exactly. I'll, I'll I'll let you win the entire predictions if they win by twenty one. Yeah, I'll give you the whole thing. There there's going to be an incentive if you get that perfect. But yeah, we'll right, who's got this next? We'll go. We'll give it to you, Ryan. Yeah. So I think the Steelers are just a better football team. There's no doubt about it. But the only reason that I think this game is going to be somewhat close is because the Ravens they're out for revenge, and Lamar exactly. Jackson is out for revenge. So it's going to be a close game. I have the Steelers by seven, but I honestly think this game could go either way. I know the Steelers are a better team, but that Ravens team, I feel like they they could just show up. You never know. Yeah. All right, we'll finish it off with me. Um, players play different on Thanksgiving. I think Big Ben's going to have like four passing touchdowns. Mm. That's what I think. I think both of these teams are pretty fake, to be honest. Fake 10-0 team. Ravens, I don't know what's happened to them this year. You know, and my, my gut is telling me that the Steelers are going to blow them out. So I'm going to go with the Ravens by three as well. All right, so after a little discussion, we've had a players meeting, and we have decided that Patrick's pick, having the Steelers beat the Ravens by 21 points, we're going to have an over-under bet. All right? Or more. Or more. 21 or more, 21 or less, or if the Ravens win, which I think they actually will. But... All of you are familiar with the top five segment at the end of our episodes, and we switch on and off who gets to pick first, and that is crucial so far because the person who has won so far every week has had the first pick. So we are going to wager if Patrick wins, which is the Steelers winning by 21 or more, he gets three first picks of his choosing to take over mine. any week. Of any week for the rest of sellout. If I win this, which is the Steelers winning by 21 or less, or the Ravens winning... I get one of those, and I can steal that from Patrick and use it whenever I want, and there'll be no, you know, no consequence. So but I had an is, idea. This is what we're gonna I do. An idea. What's the idea? What if if the Ravens lose, the the then nothing happens. Or no, I mean, no, if the, Steelers, the Ravens, if the Steelers lose. No. Right, the Steelers lose. If the Steelers lose. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't change no, it since you don't like now. your odds we've anymore. Made, yeah, we've made the wager. Right, no, fine, fine. It's only one because your your winnings is three, which is massive, and mine's that's one. That's fair. That's fair. So I think that's why it can't. It, it goes well. Okay. No, that's so fair. This is this is what we're gonna do. But yeah. So this wraps up the special Thanksgiving episode of Sellout Talks. Thank you so much to Ryan for coming on and giving us his takes. You guys are going to be hearing a lot of him as time goes on and new sports keep coming up like the NBA. Uh, be sure to follow our Instagram, Sellout Sports, for the top-of-the-line sports news and content and weekly upload notifications. Subscribe or follow the podcast depending on what platform you're listening on and leave a good review, which will help us grow a lot.